Don't be Jay Prag, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe, so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment right here on the Bandwagon Radio where I sit down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and of course, you know we got to drop that hot new music before the end of the show. So today, of course, we got another special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Atlanta, GA. My man, 1942, Leal is on the phone. What's up, bro? What's the deal? What's what up, though? What up, though? How you, fam? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Man, I can't complain. can't complain. You know, we got a little COVID-19 and all going on, but, you know, we're still trying to maintain out here. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Stay yeah, out the way as much as possible. <laughs> that part. But uh, I had a chance to check out the the new single, the Re-Rock joint. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. So we're going to definitely get a chance to uh, play the record a little later on uh, in the show as well. And of course, I'll give you some feedback of what I thought of the record you sent over as well, okay? All right, all right. All right. All the feedback I can get. <laughs> well, I tell you what. So let's start first and foremost, then let's open up and let my listeners get a chance to feel you out and vibe with you a little bit, find out more about you, 1942, Leo. Just moved into Atlanta about three years ago. Okay. I grew up in the suburbs of Detroit, so I'm originally from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. Okay. So that's where I grew up from. Um, but it was cool. I think Detroit taught me a lot. I think um, growing up in the suburbs of Detroit made me who I am today, how I talk, how I dress, how I act, you know, the things I like. Like So I think it was cool. Um, you know, I got so much love for Detroit and the uh, suburbs for sure. So, mm-hmm. you know, shout so- out to them. What what led you to move into Atlanta? Was that a, a musical decision, a career decision, a family decision? No. no, so it wasn't even. I moved to Atlanta, but I wasn't even taking the music serious. I just liked the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I visited Atlanta uh, about four years ago, and you know I went for birthday bash. It was so lit. I was like, "Listen, this is where I want to move to." So <laughs> I said, "Nobody believed me." Like, yeah, okay. And then a year later, 
moved down here for good. So I just like the vibe of Atlanta. It reminded me so much of Detroit. So it was like an easy transition. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. So coming up in Detroit initially, uh, moving to Atlanta, Georgia, finding music while you're in Atlanta, I guess is what you're saying. You pretty much you gravitated towards music and wanted to be an artist once you got in, in around black Hollywood, essentially, huh? Uh, not really. I mean, I was doing music. You know, I was doing Prior music to, okay. before I moved to Atlanta. But I really took it serious, you know, when I got down here. Um, especially getting the reception of the people that was down here to my music and the way they liked it, you know. Because people back home, they say they like my music, I know them. So it's like, you know, I think you buy it at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. But new people, like, oh, I really rock with your music. I like it. It's a vibe. That made me, you know, really take it serious. Gotcha. So let's talk about this name, 1942 Leo. Where did the name come from? So 1942, um, it comes from, it's actually a, a type of liquor. So it's actually a line of Don Julio. Uh, 1942 <laughs> is uh, one of the top quality uh, Don Julio uh, bottles that you can get. Um, it's a Nejo. So um, that's why I dropped the project called Nejo Talk. So that's what we drink. We drink 1942. We drink a Nate Hope. So that's where I got my name from. So is the whole gang, is there going to be a whole gang behind that 1942? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a movement. 1942, everybody. Yeah, it's a movement. Yeah, okay. All right. Be on the lookout for that. Um, talking to my man, Leo, on the phone lines right now, Atlanta, Georgia, by way of Detroit, Michigan. Well, not Detroit, Michigan. What was it? Yeah. Yeah, um... The suburbs of Detroit. I'm from Mount Clemens. Mount Clemens, correct? Yeah. Yep, yep. Mount Clemens is exactly where I'm from. Mount Clemens, Michigan. Shout out to Bird. So you said you definitely feel like growing up in in Mount Clemens in the Detroit area prepared you for you know where you are now as a as a musician and a man, correct? For sure. All right. So, what what do you what do you feel like is your response right now uh, when it comes to being where you are now in Atlanta? What's the response musically? What how are people taking and gravitating to your sound and your music? I think they gravitate in well. I think a lot of people uh, that I let listen to my music like my music. I really it's not too often I get bad you know reviews. Um, not to brag anything, but not too often I get bad reviews. Uh, it's just the fact now it's just getting the music out there. So that's what I'm working on. It's like, everybody make it listen, you know, listen to my music. They be like, okay, I like it. It's a vibe. I get your lane. I get where you're coming from. So it's just the fact of I just need to get my music out there to more people. But other than that, people definitely mess with the music for sure. Now, what was the purpose of this particular record? What was the purpose? Yeah, like what what made you want to create this particular record? What was the, the driving force behind this record? So I only make music like that. You know, I just go to the studio and you know, whatever comes out, comes out. Um, so I didn't really have a purpose. Um, it's more so of I heard the beat. This was the type of vibe and type of feeling I got from it. And this is what I created from that vibe. Um, you know, I don't really... I don't really try to think too much into the music. I just try to let it flow and wherever I'm feeling, I just try to let it come out naturally. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. What I thought about the record, um, definitely like that it, it gets right into the song is in that up tempo beat. 
You know what I'm saying? The up-tempo vibe. It's a unique and smooth delivery on the record. Uh, I definitely got the the sense, like you were saying, the dance and party vibe of the record. Uh, dope wordplay. I like the wordplay in there. Uh, the beat and the production was hot. Uh, smooth how you rode the beat while on the whole record. It's like you was flowing and riding the whole beat the whole time, like you was on a surfboard with it. You dig what I'm saying? Um, yeah, Lyrics was very smooth, and the content was as well. Uh, I can definitely hear it on mixtape. I can hear it in the club. It's riding music. I can hear it on hip-hop radio. Um, and it definitely fits right now. It fits the current sound of what's being played on radio. Okay, okay. Yeah, for sure. Good looks. Thanks. Thanks for that feedback. I definitely need it. No problem. My pleasure. My pleasure. Do you have a, a like, is there a direction or a feeling or a mood you're trying to set with this record that you want the listener to kind of get from the song? Is there any type of mood? Yeah, definitely a party vibe. Definitely a turned up. You know what I'm saying? Once you, you know, when you kick in that hole, whatever your drinking choice is, this is the record I want you to listen to. You know, this will get you in that. When you pre-gaming, this will get you in that bag. Like, okay, I'm ready to go to the club now. I'm ready to turn up. <laughs> so you're trying to get them pre-gamed up, ready for the yeah. party. So, so that's definitely that's my whole that's my whole thing, you know. Now I would I would imagine you have a couple of different influences now being you know live, being that you've lived in different uh, cities now two different cities with different backgrounds different vibes but like you said still similar vibes all at the same time one just being more northern than the other one is more southern um, right to what do you attribute overall your style and delivery for like a record like this the re rock re rock um, re rock definitely got Atlanta vibe. So it definitely, you know, I can attribute that to just being down here and listening to the music, you know, and kind of uh, becoming the Atlanta rap team fan. You know, I really became a fan when I started living down here. I started going to clubs, things like that. So it definitely got that Atlanta vibe. But it also got that Detroit vibe, too. Uh, but it's mostly a Atlanta vibe record. Um, so that's what I attribute to the feeling and the vibe of the record. Talking to my man right now, 1942 Lil, Atlanta, Georgia, by way of Mount Clemens, Detroit. Detroit, also D-Town. Shout out to D-Town. I actually had the pleasure of going to Detroit. Uh, was it was about a year and a half ago. Uh, first time up there, went to actually uh, to the heart of Detroit. Yeah. First time up there. Wow. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. It was, it was eye-opening. Uh, now, here's the thing. I went to a couple. It was on... I'm down with a DJ organization, Coalition DJ. Shout out my brothers, man. Coalition DJs Detroit. Uh, we were going Lickin. to sell. Yeah. That's my dog. That's my dog. Shout out Ill Will and all them. Yeah, Ill Will, all them boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark G, my all dog. them boys. Yeah, yeah, see what I'm saying? So we was, uh, I went to go show love. Me and the, me and the Carolina fan went up there to show love. Uh, they, they had a T Grizzly party and they were doing their anniversary uh, this okay. year. And this particular year, it got shut down, though. I think it was actually two years ago now, I think about it. It got shut okay. down. They said they, they said they called the boys out. The boys was out. The task force was out. And they said they, they weren't letting it happen. They were hearing too much stories about what could happen at the event, so they just shut it down. Didn't make it happen. Um, okay, okay. It's a different energy, different vibe, diff- definitely a different scenery. Uh, going into Detroit was very, uh, how can I put this, interesting, very interesting. <laughs> Lord have mercy was an interesting. I didn't know if we were really going somewhere or not. Like it was it got a little weird for a second. And then, I, and then we started opening up and we started seeing places 
actual right. living, breathing <laughs> buildings and things. Um, I never understood what they said about Detroit in the in the past until I got to see it myself. And what's ironic is I just interviewed T Grizzly myself maybe a few months prior to going there uh, on okay. the, on on the radio station Power ninety eight. Um, and he okay. he was already giving me the heads up of you know the where he comes from and Joy Road and all these different other areas and I'm like okay okay so I kind of was expecting what he said and and, uh-huh. and it was around what he said just from what I could see and tell and I didn't go searching for nothing but right. from from afar it it definitely looked like what he was talking about let me just say that listen I feel like Detroit <laughs> is a beautiful city I feel like. You know, you can have fun in Detroit. You know, you can have the time of your life, but it's not tourist attraction. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, like, yeah. I felt that vibe. I definitely. It's not felt like that. you can't come by yourself and think you're just gonna have fun. Yeah, you're gonna get into the wrong type of. That's not what you need to do. But if you got somebody that's from there and know where to go and know how to move, you gonna have the time of your life. I love Detroit. Yeah. I love Detroit strip clubs. I love Detroit record clubs. Rooftop is lit. No, we got the casinos downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't get me don't get me twisted. I I enjoyed myself. It, it was just an eye opening. It was different, and and it's just like you said. You kind of have a have to have a tour guide and kind of you know move differently because they were able to call a couple of us out that we weren't from the area, and, and you know I'm I'm from yeah. It's kinda, yeah you it's know, kind of easy. It's kind of easy to tell somebody from Detroit. So yeah, yeah you're not from Detroit. People can spot you out quick. Yeah. Like, you're not from. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a different energy. I did enjoy it. I would definitely go back, but I, I would definitely have those tour guides, as you stated. Was, my, 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 the, the crew I went down with, they were about to make a, a huge mistake. A huge mistake, and I couldn't let it happen. They were about to stay at this Airbnb that was mm-hmm. on, a, on a block with no other houses. All the other houses were burnt down or half burnt down. Uh, across the street was a, a, a housing project. And it was a the house that we would have stayed in was a big two story, maybe even three story, big red house with cameras and fence all around it. And I was like, uh, this, "You know what side it was on? You know what side I, was there?" I, I, I do it? not. That I do not recall what side of town. I just knew it was on the side of town. I wasn't staying at, so I told them to drop me off at the hotel. Right. right. <laughs> I said I'll take my chance at a hotel with more people. I'm not staying in this yeah. one house, a big bright red house with North Carolina tags, sitting out here by ourselves, <laughs> just five of us. A big there's yeah. cameras on the house. This the Airbnb owner know that there's got to be problems around here. He got cameras all on every corner of the house. Listen, yeah. I definitely, I definitely want to get, I want to get Airbnb in Detroit. If, if you're not from there, you don't know area, don't get Airbnb. Yeah, man. Unless it's in the suburbs, you know, like Southfield. No, this was not the suburbs. I can assure you that. You know what I'm saying? But in Detroit, don't do it. No, we were in Detroit. Yeah, we was yeah, we was like sticking out, and I was like, bro, I'm not staying here. Like we pull up on the block, even everybody on the corner just looking, and when we pulled up to the spot, like I said, we got North Carolina tags, brand new SUV. Big bright red house. It's we the only living, breathing house really on that corner. It was like right two blocks down was a, a maybe a mechanic shop. And cats was on the corner, were just standing on the stoop on the corner. And I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm not staying over here. <laughs> I don't even see nothing else breathing over here, bro. I'm not about to stay in this house and be standing out like that. Yeah, smart. 
<laughs> but I applaud you, man. It, like you said, it was a beautiful city. We did have a chance to go downtown Detroit, um, and we saw, you know, the, the the baseball arena, and we got a chance to see the football arena. Like we 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 got a chance to move around a little bit downtown um, and see to see the beautiful, the, the pretty side. We all all cities have that dark side and that pretty side. So you know, we we did get to see some of the good side too. I don't want to. I want to let me be clear. I don't want to mislead anybody now. But now back to the interview because I we got a little off topic only because I, I did I did appreciate you know your city and then you giving it up to your city as far as showing love and me having my own experience there so I did want to touch on that a little bit but um, touching on back on the artistry side for you what, what what do you appreciate most about making music and creating music as an artist? Uh, the process really the process of you know when you start out you have nothing just the beat. And then making the song, and when you get done, you're finished. You're like, dang, I did that. You know what I'm saying? It's the process of it. That's what I love. You know, being in the studio recording, coming up with clever things to say, coming up with things that you know people can relate to you about. That's really what I love in the, you know, making music. Who would you say are some of those people that uh, inspired you musically? Um, that kind of made you want to be an artist yourself? Like, who were some of those artists you were listening to or watching coming up? So, the first person that really inspired me to be, like, to do music is my big brother. That was the first person that I've seen do music. Okay. Actually go to the studio, have a song, have scenes that you could pop in the car and play and listen to it. You know, I've seen people react to it. That was the first person that i seen. Like, wow. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really into making music again but I was intrigued. It caught my attention. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Um as far as artists, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh I say one uh like the first artist I really was like into was like Lil Wayne, like Hot Boy era. Like, you know, even okay. the hot boys. I was probably like the hot boys. The hot boys. Yeah, I was like four years old, you know, looking at the black and hot video looking at all that like dang it's crazy you know what i'm saying mm. that was like the first artist that really like okay any other names you can think of or those just the two that stand out the most right now to you um everybody really i'm inspired by everybody i'm really a rap fan so it's like i listen to everything from every region um definitely detroit artists definitely had a um you know, influence on me as well. You know, a very big influence on me. All the way back to the older artists, like, rest in peace, Slay Icewood. That was one that was like, ooh. You know, he definitely listened to his music. Cowboys, all the old Detroit stuff. Then mm -hmm. you go to, like, Doughboys, Team Eastside. Mm -hmm. um, Atlanta definitely had a big influence. You know, Future, Young Thug, all them. So it's like, I listen to everything. I'm just a fan of the of the game, really. Now, what does a recording session look like with you? What does that process look like? So, it just depends. Like, a lot of times, I got my own studio. So, I really be recording myself a lot of times. So, okay. a lot of times, it's really not, you know, it's not like movie-like. It's not like, oh, we in the studio with... 10 females and it's, you know, it's party vibe. A lot of times it's just be me, you know. Me and Neho, really, you know, drinking, listening to me, coming up with a vibe. You and Neho, huh? <laughs> Talking yeah. to them. 
Like yeah. he's a human. Nail is a human. That's a person. He's <laughs> with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my dog. <laughs> now, do you have any uh any fears when it comes to recording or performing? And I know we're not doing a lot of performances right this moment, but when we when you were performing on that stage, did you have any any nervousness, any any butterflies from any aspect of, of creating or performing? Yeah, of course. I feel like if you're not nervous about you know your work, then you don't really put you're all into it. Of course. Mm. I'm nervous every time I let somebody new listen to one of my songs. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because I really want them to like it. You know? Like, I'm not going to say sit here and say, like, oh, I don't care if they listen to it, if they like it or not. I really be caring. So it's like, <laughs> even performing, when I'm performing, I really want the people to feel what I'm saying, to really take the song and enjoy it. And that's why I make music. So, of course, I be nervous every time, you know? Every time, even people that I know, when I got a new song playing, you know, I might record something and play it from people that I knew all my life. I still kind of be nervous a little bit because I'm like, dang, hopefully they like it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can be your own worst critic. For sure. Now, who are some of the people that deserve some acknowledgement or shout outs for their support and help on the, the latest project or single? Um, shout out to shout out to my team, first of all. Um, shout out to Clemson Wood. Uh, that's half of my management. Shout out to Weez, you know, No IG Weez. That's my big brother I was talking about that. First person I seen record. Okay. Shout out to him. That's definitely, you know, the base of it. Um, shout out to my producers. I got Mark Gorman, one of my favorite producers. You know, that's my main producer. Shout out to him as well. Um, it's a lot of people I need to shout out, but um, that's the ones that my main people. Now, as an artist looking at the game, take yourself outside of it and just looking at the game. How do you feel about today's climate in the music? I feel great, but I feel like this is the best time to be an artist, really, because all the leverage, you have all the leverage, you know, like you don't need no major label, uh, you don't need nobody to find you or discover you, you know what I'm saying, you can make yourself out, you just gotta be consistent and persistent in your work, so I feel like it's the best time to be an artist. Um, a lot of people say like, money-wise, back in the day was the best time, but even for independent artists, you can make a lot of money off the streams if you know what you're doing. So I feel like, you know, it's the best time to be an artist. Now, with the type of artists that are out right now and you feeling like this is the best time to be an artist, does does that approach how you create music yourself, just with the landscape and the layout of the artistry out there right now? Does that change how you create music? No, I really don't let other artists or, you know, the climate of what's going on affecting music you know i try to let the music be as pure as possible so i really don't you know i'm not here trying to be like oh i gotta sound this way to get on oh i gotta be this way i just really try to be myself and you know give the people me and give the people a chance to walk in my suit so i don't really let anything else really affect the music per se you say you like to give people you. That's that's a great segue into my next question. Who is 1942 Leo? Like, why are you so unique? Why should our listeners support the movement? Um, 1942 Leo is 
per, really, I'm really trying to figure out who I am, really. But in a, you know, a summary, uh, it's just a suburban kid um, that grew up listening to rap, um, that really liked to party and have fun. You know, a lot of people in their music talk about things they do, like drugs, lean, perks, things like that, that, you know, that's their life, that's their life. I really stray away from that because that's not my life. So I give people what I do. I give people a Neho because that's what we drink on the, I won't say <laughs> but that's what we drink every weekend. You know what I'm saying? That's who we are. I give people, like I said, a chance to live in my shoes. So that's why I am just a person that, young, you know, young dudes out here grinding, hustling. Um, just making party music, making music that feels good. Mm -hmm. Good, fun, feel-good records. So, talking about making fun, feel-good records, what's most important to you when it comes to releasing your music and projects? You said what's most important? Yeah, what are some of those important things that that have to happen when releasing your music? What are those things that that stand out on your list of importance? Release music? Um, Definitely a good video. I need a good visual because I feel like that's the best way to show you my life and kind of way so you can see me and relate to me. So that's number one. Best way. Uh, I got to do a music video. I have to have a fire music video. Um, other important things is I say trying to get the music out there. Definitely the marketing behind it is definitely important on the business side of it. Um, what else is important? Uh, I like to have a fire uh, cover art. You know, like, I want the cover art to really represent and intrigue people to really listen to the song. That's like my most important thing is when I look at releasing music. What would you say is your ultimate goal in the music industry? Uh, my ultimate goal is to be um, really big enough just to have a career in music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really need the Grammys or all the awards. I just want a core fan base that really love my music, however big that can get. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to strive for the masses, but, you know, whoever I get that's loyal and really my core fan base, that's it. You know, I don't really have a big goal, like, you know, I don't need to. I don't need all the awards and things like that. I just really want just a no. humble brother. That's what's up. I mean, sometimes yeah. that's 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 the best. You know, you just be comfortable in, with simplicity or with your simplicity in your life. You know, whatever's like you said, whatever, whatever following you've created or have, and they're loyal, then rock with that. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So tell our listeners, what's coming up for 1942 Leo? Anything they should be on the lookout for? Anything that's on the verge? Um, so, Rerock definitely going to, a video going to drop to Rerock very soon. Nothing works right now. I'm just trying to build a buzz up. So when I drop it, it go crazy. Um, definitely more music. I got way more music that, um, that, you know, that I'm trying to release. Uh, so that's definitely on the verge. But I also got music already out, so definitely check out Anejo Talk. That's definitely big. Also got a joint project with my man, both bands called Different Bags, Fire Two. So 
definitely check out the old music, but it's definitely more music coming very soon. You heard it, man. 1942, Lil on the phone lines, Atlanta, Georgia, by way of Detroit. Um, before I let you introduce the single, go ahead and give out your social media for all our listeners so they can follow. Social media on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Facebook. It's 1942, Lil. That's 1942, L-E-E-L. All right, my man, 1942, Lil. Go ahead and introduce that new heat for the people, bruh. What up, though? It's your man. It's 1942, Lil, and it's re Go check it out. That's right, man. Turn it up right here on the bandwagon radio. Let go. If I broke a hand, I won't even acknowledge it. Tell my chick, don't give it such a seven like I'm not the shit. And your last broke, oh God, pop the piss. If my hair tell you nice, watch you better, watch your wrist. Presidential Rolex, but we on politics. She asked me, do you love me? No, it's the opposite. Blood trail from these super ties, so like a mercy. Try and introduce myself, she said she already heard me. Chick, I gotta go, give me urgency Told my driver I don't wanna be seen Cause the current please stick em up and kinda stick you up He don't do birds Got some me, baby bows like a nursery Not broke his pockets in these surgeries Got the bitch she wearin', she take me like come and murder me Drill that chick from the back, she like she, she heard me Boy, you be lying on your Boy, that's perjury. I'm in another country, spend another currency. We round 1942, call what I get some mercy. Told him go again, case and come back urgently. Got a cold, dark skin, but she made Germany. I forgot your name, don't take it personally. Feel like Quavo, got sweet, she be working me. Chicks, I like I re-rock the chick Only fancy if I ain't capin' when I sit my wallet If a bro hand, I won't even acknowledge it Told my chick, don't give it such a seven like I'm not the shit And your last bro, don't got pop the piss If my hair tell you nice, watch you better watch your wrist 